Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. We'll move all the doubt and cause the sun to shine and give us peace. He came last week and shared a word from the Lord. Amen. I want to thank uh, Deacon Watts, uh, I heard that he had to fill in on Wednesday as well because Reverend Russian fell ill. So uh, we thank him for his service and uh, the brothers of my brother's keepers as they worship the Lord yesterday. Amen. Amen. So we want to thank you for your faithfulness in the household of the Lord. This month... Uh, we're entering to a new series um, that I have entitled Getting It Right with Miracles. Getting It Right with Miracles. We're going to be standing on Acts chapter 3, verse 6, all month long. And this is what Peter had to say. He said, Silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Amen. And we still believe that there are miracles that happen. We believe that there's uh, the miracle of witnessing and we believe that God is still up to miracles. So this month we're going to be talking about getting it right with miracles, getting it right with miracles. We're going to be looking at Mark uh, chapter 5. We're going to look at verses 1 through 10 and 15 through 17. It's on your screen. I believe it's two slides. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. Apart, and broke the eyes from his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. 
night and day amongst the tombs and the hills. He cried out and cut himself with stones. Then to Jesus on a distance, he ran and fell on his knee in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want from me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In Jesus' name, do you want from me? Said to him, Come out of him, and you pure spirit. Jesus answered him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, Many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send him out of the area. And when they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed with legion of demons sitting there, dressed in his right hand. And they were afraid. Those intended to go to people. Man, and he told them to get some help. And he began to preach. Hey man, you may be seated in the household of the Lord. Today we're going to be talking in a message, Graveyard Miracle. Graveyard Miracle. And we're going to be talking on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about a possessed man. We're going to talk about a powerful Messiah. And we're going to talk about a problem mended. A possessed man, a, a powerful Messiah, and a problem mended. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should depend on God for miracles. Christians should depend on God for miracles. The song that was playing in the background was the Clark Sisters, I'm looking for a miracle. I'm looking for a miracle. And as we began this month, as we talk about the miracles of God, we uh, have to remind you that uh, miracles begin and end with God. Begin and end with God. And, and in order for miracles to happen, there seems to be, uh, there needs to be two things at work. Either... The miracle begins with God, God all alone and by himself. Either God the Father, God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit at work in the life of creation or man. And God is the beginning and ending of miracles. Uh, but there is something that, 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 that we need in order... For us, to, if God should choose to allow miracles to happen in our lives, there are some things that, uh, or it seems to be one thing that you need. And it seems like the one thing that you need in order for miracles to happen is that you have to have faith. You have to have faith. And in many instances in the Bible, especially during Jesus' time, Jesus seemed to be looking for those who believed that God could and would do it. And when he ran across somebody that had faith enough to be healed, then they would be healed. The word of God says that without faith, that it is what? It is impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And without faith, it's impossible to experience miracles. 
Uh, and I'm praying that us as a church will experience miracles this month, but I want the church uh, to experience the, the ultimate miracle. And this is what I'm praying for this month. The ultimate miracle that I want to see God work and move is uh, the miracle of salvation. Because uh, there's no greater miracle that can happen in uh, a human's life than to, for them to give their lives to Jesus Christ. And the miracle of our salvation generally manifests itself in uh, our character. When someone is truly saved, they began to change. And you hear a lot of folks say that, uh, that, 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 that the one thing in this life that don't change is, is humans. They don't change. They, they were born selfish or with certain bents. And, and you see them as a little child and, and they were mean as a little child and they grow up mean. Hello, somebody. <laughs> they were fighters as a little child child and they grow up fighting and one thing that never changes seems is, is that people but when, when people experience uh, oh and give their life to Jesus Christ uh, they literally change uh, that person that f- used to fight all the time don't, don't want to fight no more that, that person that used to drink all the time don't want to drink no more that, that person that used to cuss all the time don't want to cuss no more uh, oh and, and that's the, the miracle that I'm praying for us as a church is the the miracle of salvation that God will begin to make this place a a, a way station of salvation and that uh, many uh, men, children, and boys will give their life to Jesus Christ uh, walking down these aisles, whether they were in our ten most wanted box or not, but they're giving their lives to Jesus Christ and true revival break out in this place. Uh, Hello somebody, that's a true miracle. A true miracle. Well, today, it seems that the miracle that we are going to see today is, is a miracle that is manifested by, 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 by Jesus Christ himself. Because I don't believe that the man that was too far out of his mind to have faith in miracles. So, but Jesus wanted to show his power over a possessed man. He, he wanted to manifest a, a miracle. And that miracle that he did would... Oh, uh, others uh, from all over the region would hear about uh, the power of Jesus. And we're praying that throughout this series that you will experience uh, other miracles as you listen, the miracles uh, uh, of being healed. And we're going to look in a video uh, of someone being healed, miracles uh, of a marriage being restored, the miracles uh, of people being delivered from drug addiction. Uh, These are all miracles that need to manifest itself in the body of Christ in Jesus name. Right now, we're going to look at this testimony of this couple who, who, who husband fell sick and they believe that God manifested a miracle in their lives.
people walking there and stopping and leaning against the window and just starting to literally sob. And a nurse or somebody from walked by and she stopped and she came over and she grabbed me by the arm. She looked at me and she said, oh, who's, your, who's your patient? And I was like, pardon? She said, who's your patient? And I said, Doug, Doug Hill. She said, I want you to know that I started already to pray for Doug Hill and I'm going to pray for him Amen. The doctor said that it was a miracle. That it was a miracle. As we go to point number one, a possessed man, at the end of his story, we will come to the conclusions that the doctors did, that it was a miracle. But right now, in the text, in verses one through five, uh, uh, we have a possessed man. And the Bible says that this possessed man of him in verse 5, that night and day uh, he hung out amongst the tombs uh, in the hills uh, and he cried out and cut himself uh, with stones. This was a man that was literally uh, possessed. He was possessed by Oh, a legion of demons. It was just not one. It was a legion of demons. And these demons had had drove him literally mad. He was literally out of his mind. And he was literally in that place to where the devil wanted to take him for real. The devil was trying to take his life. Oh, and he had him dwelling amongst the tombs. And, and there's somebody here today. Uh, oh, you've been dwelling uh, amongst the tombs. There's somebody here today uh, where the devil has been this last week uh, or this last month has literally been trying uh, to take your life. Uh, oh, and you've acted like this possessed man. You're, 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 you're hanging out at places uh, oh, where dead men hang. Uh, there may be somebody listening at the sound of my voice. Uh, oh, you're possessed with uh, dealing with trying to oh deal with uh, drugs uh, oh and alcoholism and, and that's kind of
kind of same like being possessed because you do stuff that you would never normally do. Oh, and you say stuff that you would never normally say. Oh, and it's like you are possessed. Oh, and somebody at the sound of my voice, you're dealing with a satanic oppression or a satanic suppression where God, where the devil is trying to take your life and he has you doing things that are self-destructive. Oh, not only are you hanging amongst the tombs, but you're a cutter. Oh, this man in the text cried out and cut himself with stones. Oh, and it seems like that this man in the text oh, was involved in a satanic religion because that's the same thing that the prophet of Baals were doing when they came up against the man of God. They would cry out all day trying to call down fire from heaven and they would literally cut themselves. Oh, somebody's here. You're in a self-destructive behavior. You're cutting yourself. You're hanging out with dead people. Oh, as a matter of fact, you may be a dead man walking. Somebody at the sound of my voice. Oh, you hide it good. Oh, you look right. But you are, oh, dealing with an addiction. You look right. You talk right. Oh, and there's somebody else. Oh, you barely made it here. Oh, and you just got here. Oh, and the only right thing in your mind was to come to the household of the Lord. And we're glad that you came because, oh, the devil is oppressing you. Oh, the devil is trying to possess you because you don't know Jesus. Oh, and God wants to deliver you today. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, God wants to deliver you today in Jesus' name. This man was possessed. He was out of his mind. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Same thing in, in First uh, Kings chapter uh, 18, verse 23, it says, And they shouted loud, and we talked about them a little earlier, and smashed themselves with swords um, and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed. Hello, somebody. The devil is trying to kill you. And your greatest enemy is you because you're doing it to yourself say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor you're doing it to yourself Oh, they, 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 they cut themselves. This possessed man cut himself, himself among the tomb. Oh, and anybody that looked at him on the outside looking in thought that there was no hope for that man. There was no hope. There's some folk that's in this community and you can look at, oh, and they've been possessed or oppressed by the devil and you better be careful. Oh, and what you say about some of them folk that's out there in the streets. Oh, they may be addicted to drugs. They may be addicted to alcohol. Oh, they may be selling drugs or selling stuff that's illegal. You better 
be careful oh how you treat them because uh, they could uh, come in contact with uh, the next point our powerful Messiah in their life uh, could change uh, their life uh, could rearrange uh, as a matter of fact some of you sit here today oh because God uh, changed your life uh, some of you sit here oh you are on the streets you are out there doing what you wanted to do but now you're up here on the front row because you came in contact with the powerful Messiah oh say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor be careful what you call me hello somebody and you should never give up hope because there's some folk around here that's running around like they're crazy. They don't have good sense. But I'm still praying for them. Because I believe in a powerful Messiah. And I believe that God can do exceedingly abundantly above anything that we ask or can imagine. And that he can do the impossible. And that he can do miracles. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor. God can do miracles. In Jesus' name. In this next video, we have a a young couple that's struggling in their marriage. uh, And many couples are struggling in their marriage. Uh, Divorce is over uh, 50% now. It seems uh, that we can't uh, get along. And and these are of the people that actually married. uh, Because in our communities, uh, 70% of our homes uh, are led up uh, or led by a a, a woman. Hello, somebody. So we have those statistics. We have those that get married. Only half the them work out but I believe God can even touch your troubled marriage in Jesus name
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. resurrected a dead marriage because God I serve is powerful point number two a powerful Messiah while this man was in the grave or literally dancing on the grave wandering amongst the tombs in self-destructive behavior he came across a powerful Messiah. The same way that dear couple came across a, a powerful Messiah and it, and it changed some things. He ran across him in verse 7 it says and he shouted at the top of his voice what do you want with me Jesus son of the most high God. In God's name, don't torture me. Hello, somebody. The demons know what some Christian folk don't know. It's that God is in control and that he's all powerful. See, you in the midst of your trials, in the midst of your torments, you, you began to question God. You began to question God about that marriage that doesn't seem like it's working out. You began to question God about your finances because it doesn't seem like it's working out. You, you began to question God about your job because it seemed like your boss is demon-possessed and coming against you. And you began to question God's power and his authority. But the demons didn't question God's power and authority. The demons knew who was in control. And the demons knew who Jesus was. Jesus was the son of the most high God. They know who he is. And there's somebody here today questioning God. There's somebody wondering about Jesus. Oh, and the demons testify this morning that God is all powerful. Oh, if he says it, oh, that settles it. Oh, and that's why we've got to continue in our faith, even in the midst of uncertain times where it seems like God 
God is hidden. Oh, because God is like that teacher who take who gives you a test. He's quiet. Oh, during the test, trying to see whether you learned. Oh, what he wanted you to learn when he was speaking. Oh, and you're doing. You're in the test, and it seems too complicated. You're in the test, and it seems like you don't know the answers. But God has sent me here all the way back from North Carolina to remind you who is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. That song says, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, Jesus is the answer. Hello, somebody, for whatever you're going through, uh, he's the answer. Oh, for that child that's wayward, don't give up uh, on that wayward child. Jesus uh, is the answer. Oh, for that uh, situation that leaves you as discombobulated as the word discombobulated, because uh, you don't know what it means. Uh, hello, somebody. Oh, God says uh, that Jesus uh, is the answer. The demons uh, had to submit to his authority they cried out Jesus son of the most high in God's name don't torment us Jesus is all powerful oh and if you serve Jesus today if you accept him as your Lord and Savior he knows exactly where you're at he knows exactly what you're feeling and he has the power to give you the miracle that you need Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, Jesus has the power to give you the miracle that you need. Hello, somebody. The demons didn't question God. They knew who exactly he was. Hello, somebody. Luke chapter 1 verse 32 said, and he of Jesus, and he will be great and will be called the son of of the most time and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and Jesus showed up on the scenes his own folk would reject him but the demons in that spiritual realm knew who he was his own folk would reject him as the Messiah oh but the demons knew who he was Hello, somebody. Do you know who Jesus is? Hello, somebody. Because that's the key not only to your salvation. It's it's key to your life. Oh, in working out your salvation. He has the power to save your soul. But he also has the power to save you from any situation that you may be facing right now. Because he is the son of the most high God. Hello, somebody needs to call on him tonight and call him by his name. Son of the most high God, you know what I'm up against this coming Monday. Son of the most high God, you know I'm transitioning from Houston to Oklahoma City. Son of the most high God, call him by his name. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I'm so glad that I serve a powerful Messiah. 
This next thing is a testimony of a heroin addict who was trying to be delivered and the miracle that happened with him. Amen. And praise the Lord. A problem mended. This man that, like that heroin addict, was out of control. It seemed like that there was no hope at all. He was known throughout the region. As that crazy possessed man. He was known like uh, some law enforcement folk who come in contact with people who are on drugs uh, 
and they talk about uh, the superhuman strength uh, that they seem to have uh, on drugs. And, and this man was on a drug called demon possession. And uh, he had uh, superhuman strength. Uh, oh, because when they came uh, to put the life jacket on him, uh, oh, the life jacket couldn't hold him. Uh, when they came uh, to put the, 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 the chains on him, uh, oh, the chains uh, couldn't hold him. Uh, there was uh, a power that was behind him uh, that was undeniable. Uh, oh, he was undeniable. Uh, oh, and for him, uh, folk probably thought uh, that there was no hope uh, when you go mad and have that kind of superhuman strength. Uh, oh, dancing literally on the grace. Uh, oh, and it seemed like uh, he would take his life uh, at any moment. Uh, Oh, by cutting himself. Oh, it seemed like that there was no hope. It seemed like I can imagine his mama, oh, and his dad. I can imagine his family, oh, heaven had given hope, given up hope on oh, this boy. This boy that somehow had ended up in this situation. Oh, but, oh, Jesus, oh, the powerful Messiah came on the scene and spoke to the situation, spoke to the legion in his life. Is there somebody here today that needs Jesus to speak to the demons? Oh, the demon of oppression in your life. Oh, oh need Jesus to speak to your demon possessed child or the demon possessed situation. Oh, you better call on the mighty name of Jesus. Hello somebody. Don't call on Pastor Eton because I'm going to admit to you right now and I told this story before. Oh in my first church oh there was a woman oh who loved the Lord and she called the pastor oh and it was me. I was young in the pastorate and she said pastor oh a friend of mine has a house that is possessed pastor oh we want you uh, to come over to the house oh that is possessed oh and I said what is the house saying to the people the house is saying get out oh and I said well if the house is saying get out then you probably better get out hello somebody I wasn't going over there <laughs> oh, some of the other demons said, Paul, we know, and Jesus, we know, but who are you? Hello, somebody. You better know the mighty name of Jesus, the Son of the Most High God, that He has the power to change any of your situations. He has the power to take a man that's literally out of his mind a man that's literally demon possessed and have him sitting up here on the front row in his right mind hello somebody somebody better not give up hope on their wayward child not give up hope on their wayward daughter not give up hope on their boss that may be an atheist like that heroin addict was you better not give up because God has the power to manifest miracles. Say to your neighbor, neighbor.
neighbor. God has the power to manifest miracle. If you don't believe me, a problem mended in verse 15. It says, and uh, when they came to Jesus, who did they see? They saw a man. Hello again. This is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. Before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says that we have all sinned short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listen throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home. And put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. 
We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life. But we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page. Or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality. And that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like obama did it he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people 25 dollars that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed i think that's god and i believe god can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts Build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you. So we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.